Hi everyone, I'm Jason Scores and welcome to another episode of Dispatch from the Zombie Apocalypse. I hope everybody is doing great. This week's episode is on the what I believe are the coming indictments of Trump and his cabal. And the title here is Those Who Believe Trump Won't Be Indicted Believe America is Pathetic and Weak. And I really want to get into the kind of the, the mindset that people have to be in to think that Trump is not going to be indicted and why that's quite depressing and it actually shows a complete lack of confidence in even the most basic functions of this society. But before I get to that, I just want to, you know, do some introductory stuff. And this is, you know, stuff I've talked about a little before, but it's worth reiterating that the U.S. does not have a justice system. We have a legal system. And in fact, our legal system in many ways is incredibly unjust, is the opposite of justice. America, for all of its history has terrorized black and brown and indigenous people and poor people, even whites. This is where whites can get, you know, terrorized by the legal system is if you're poor, because there's nothing America hates more than poor people. But if you're poor and black and brown and indigenous, which of course are those groups are more disproportionately poor in America because they have been terrorized so much. So it's again, a kind of a vicious loop here. Um, there is definitely no justice there. It is a terrorist kind of legal structure that just, just hammers the poor and black and brown people while the rich and the powerful largely get off. So I want to be clear here starting out. I am under no illusions that the American legal system is just. It is very unjust in very profound ways. Case in point, some of you may have read this, but there was you know, the, the leak of the Dobbs decision in which the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade was made months before the decision came out. And this was a huge scandal. You had Republicans acting like the leak was worse than overturning women's rights. You had Justice Roberts saying, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And so it comes out that the investigation at this point is done, um, or at least the first phase is done, and they can't identify the leaker. And it turns out that they quote, talk to the Supreme Court justices, but never had them sign sworn affidavits. So nobody went to the Supreme Court justices, the nine of them, and said, under oath, do you swear that you did not, you know, leak this opinion? Do you, that you do not know of any facts about who leaked this opinion? And they didn't do that. Just like, hey guys, what do you think? Hey, you know, did you leak it? Or you know anything about this? Oh no, okay, cool. You know, good, good have a good day. I mean, the, the, the notion that these guys are and women are just kind of somehow above the law and you don't even get signed affidavits, sworn affidavits. Again, that's just a, a two-tiered system. If you're the rich and powerful wizards in your black robes, you don't get to sign sworn affidavits. But if you're a clerk, if you're personnel, if you're a tech, you know, we're going to grill you. And again, that's not justice. The basic requirements of justice is that everybody is treated equally. And let's be honest here. I wouldn't bet my life on it, but I bet $10,000 that that leak came from a right-wing justice. 
probably Alito or Thomas or maybe Thomas's right wing whore of a wife, right? Those that's probably where it came from because again, remember the the, the optics here. This was leaked, and then it the the thinking was it put pressure on those who were on the side of overturning Ray, Roe versus Wade not to get soft. So this helped the right wing, right? It was most likely not a left-wing person, a left-wing person putting it out to harden the positions on the right. Why would what would be the purpose of that? I'm not saying it's impossible. Again, facts are facts, but if I had to put money on it, I'd put $10,000 that was Alito or Thomas or again the right-wing whore, Ginny Thomas, who's a seditionist and traitor and should be in jail. But again, the fact that, so they're the most likely suspects, and yet the just, the, the, not the just, the legal system did not even take their issues seriously. So anyway, so that's the setup here, right? We don't have a justice system. However, people who don't believe Trump will be indicted ultimately believe that we're already a full-on banana republic that we're such a weak democracy that we can't even charge one of the worst criminals in our history with a single crime. People like me, who think Trump will be indicted, exhibit at least some basic faith that despite all the injustice in our system, it can't be so broken and so weak that it will let crimes of this magnitude go without even a charge, let alone a conviction. Remember, even if he's indicted, doesn't mean he's going to be convicted, doesn't mean he's going to serve time in jail. But those who say he won't even indicted, it's like, nah, we're just going to let it go. Insurrection, coup, violence in the Capitol, stealing documents, lying to the FBI, eh, who cares? I mean, it's just incredible to me. And let's just review things for a minute, because Trump's crimes are so numerous and so horrible that they can be lost in this shitstorm that is the larger MAGA fascist movement. So before outlining the two most serious crimes that he's committed, it's important to recognize that his entire life has been one of criminality, of lying, cheating, and stealing, and never getting held to account. I mean, when the history is written, the fact that this guy was held up as some amazing businessman, again, remember, he inherited $400 million from his dad around 1980, 40 years ago. That's worth billions today. So he, in effect, inherited billions of dollars. And he is worth less now than those billions of dollars he inherited. So again, all he did was destroy wealth through criminality. He's probably the worst businessman in U.S. history. And again, somehow, you know, it's like, great businessman, we need an outsider. I just don't get it. Maybe someday America will get its head straight. But anyway, As president, he obstructed justice in serious ways on many occasions, right? Each of which is a federal crime. He's probably committed out in the open 20 or more federal crimes that normal people would be charged with, right? But the two most egregious are, of course, the coup and insurrection followed by the stolen documents. The coup is by far the worst. And what the January 6th commission outlined was a months-long concerted effort to overturn the legitimate election results of the 2020 election and steal the presidency. Just let that sink in, right? Trump carried out an attempted coup in the United States of America. And when everything he tried failed, he fomented a violent insurrection 
and watched gleefully on TV while insurrectionists violently stormed the Capitol and tried to kill his vice president. Again, just let that sink in. This is death penalty stuff. This isn't like, oh, should he be indicted or not? This is, should he be executed or not? Police officers were severely beaten. Nazi and Confederate flags were flown in the capital of the United States. People shat in congressional offices. Right, This act alone warrants, warrants multiple federal charges, but it doesn't end there. After failing to overturn the election, he purposely stole hundreds of classified documents and then over 18 months lied to the DOJ and FBI repeatedly, saying, I've given them back. I don't have anything else. You know, no, everything's not here. And then it got so bad that the FBI had to raid his home to get the things back he denied. Right. And then his stories went from, well, they're mine. Why they're taking my stuff to know they planted them to I declassified them with my brain. Right. This is like major cuckoo land criminality. Right. This is full on banana republic criminality. Right. And let me just take a moment to destroy any bullshit false equivalency with the Biden doc issue. It's a fact. If Trump had mistakenly taken a few documents in a folder and as soon as he realized he had them, or the DOJ, FBI asked them, asked him for them to give them back, and he did, oh, sorry, my bad, here they are, there would be no story. We wouldn't be talking about this. It's the fact that he purposely stole them and obstructed justice yet again, that, that, that there's a story here. So I'm confident special counsel Jack Smith will indict him for this, and it will be very easy to differentiate with Biden since it will be for obstructing justice, right? People who say, well, Biden had docs, the response will be very simple. Yes, Biden mistakenly, him and his staff took a few low-level classified documents, and as soon as they realized it, they gave them back. Trump did the opposite. He stole them and lied about it and refused to give them back. What, what don't you see? So again, these crimes are massive, treason and sedition, and must be punished. So after the break, I'm going to go through the reasons people make for why they think he won't be indicted and show how weak and pathetic these arguments are. So to begin here and kind of deconstructing the arguments against, you know, an indictment, um, some people say we don't have all the facts. We just have to lead to let the DOJ come to their own conclusions. This is bullshit and ultimate laziness. The evidence out in public already is enough to indict Trump on at least five major federal crimes, sedition, obstructing official proceedings, you know, obstructing justice, 
stealing classified documents, etc., etc. You don't have to take my word for it. I'm not a legal expert. But top legal analysts at Lawfare and Lawrence Tribe say so. They say he should be indicted, that the evidence is clear. And what the DOJ has, of course, is much more extensive than what's out in public. Right? So it defies common sense and logic to think that there is some hidden evidence that could exonerate Trump. And remember, he's out in public showing no remorse, saying that what he did was okay, that he's perfectly fine, that that he never did anything wrong. He's saying he'll pardon the January 6th insurrectionists who are patriots. So it's the opposite. In public, he's actually showing his guilt even more. So people who say that we don't have all the facts yet are simply gaslighting and playing dumb. So with the understanding that there is more than enough evidence to indict Trump, we're in this situation where the decision is at this point political. I'll make one caveat here. It's likely the DOJ is trying to figure out which charges it feels it can have it can confidently win. And we don't know that, you know, we don't know what they're thinking until they come out with their charges. So I get it. You know, maybe they don't think they can win everything with a slam dunk. Or maybe there's a couple things where they're worried about witnesses going soft. I get that. But the notion that in all this criminality, there's not at least a few charges they feel pretty confident about, that's just bullshit. This is a political decision at this point, right? So my belief that Trump will be indicted rests on my faith that Garland and Smith are men of their words. That when they say no one is above the law, they mean it. And that once the, D- the DOJ dots the I's and crosses the T's, they will bring charges. They, of course, know that these will be controversial, but they have enough faith in our country but to believe that we can handle it. And I did a little research. It turns out that since 2000, the turn of the century, 76 countries have tried former presidents, prime ministers, etc. And some of our closest allies and some of the strongest democracies are on that list. This number even shocked me. I thought maybe five countries, 76 countries, many of them our closest allies, have indicted, you know, presidents and prime ministers and high cabinet officials. I'll put the link to this article in the show notes. It is a sign of strength in your system to be able to go after the top people and your country not fall apart. And it's not that rare. Now, of course, MAGA fascists who project all of their evil onto others claim the opposite that only banana republics indict their leaders. This is stupidity of the highest order, and it is the exact opposite of the facts. So I believe that not only can America handle a Trump indictment, but that it will be good for us to finally hold a rich, white, prominent politician accountable in the public eye will be good. The people who say Trump won't be indicted are saying that Garland and Smith don't have the courage to go ahead and do this because they think the system is so weak that it'll fall apart. I believe that it will deter future fascist acts and increase faith in our institutions. Maybe some MAGA fascists will react violently. That's certainly possible, although I'm not sure. Now that a lot of them are getting arrested and thrown in jail, maybe some will. But if so, they should be met with incredible force and crushed. Crushed. That, too, will be good for the country to show that fascism is not acceptable. And if you try to take out your actions violently against the United States government, you will be crushed. So I only see upsides. 
America will simply cease to be a functioning democracy, even the weak, unjust one that it is, if this type of criminality is allowed to go unpunished. So it's not just Trump, but his whole cabal that needs to be indicted. This includes Eastman, Clark, Meadows, and many others. I'm hoping for indictments of at least six to ten people, including Trump. And let's be clear here. Those who don't think he will be indicted think America is so weak that it simply can't handle the truth. They are cowed by the prospect of some of these MAGA fascists reacting violently that believe we believe, you know, that they believe we should just let them off. This is exactly like being so afraid of terrorists that you refuse to confront them and instead give in to their demands. It's called appeasement. Because the demands of the MAGA fascists are that Trump just get off the hook. That an insurrection and a coup are no big deal. Appeasing terrorists and fascists never works, ever. It leads to more fascism and more terrorism. It's weird for me to be in this position. I'm so critical of America that I actually seem to have more faith in our system than many of my colleagues who don't think he will be indicted. You know, one thing I will say here, though, is that while I took Garland at his word that he, you know, believes no one is above the law, I am getting impatient. I will admit that. This waiting is getting to me. It's insane that someone who tried to overthrow the U.S. election has been walking free for over two years playing golf and showing no signs of remorse and and has launched a new presidential bid. It's insane. In some ways, we're already a banana republic. I'm just saying, are we a full banana republic that we're just going to let this go? And and for those of you who haven't been following it, and I don't follow it closely, but the little snippets I get in the news, Trump is way more unhinged, deranged, and treasonous than ever before. Everything he says is just crazy QAnon, conspiracy, treasonous sedition. So in many ways, again, you know, we've already lost the plot because how the fuck is he still walking free? And all, and, you know, and, and Eastman and Clark and Mark Meadows. But that being said, from my standpoint, all will be forgiven if these charges come relatively soon and they come hard. I want to see serious, serious federal charges against Trump and a number of his evil cabal. I presume if Trump isn't indicted by the summer, he won't be at all, and then I will lose all faith in this society and system. It is already incredibly corrupt and fragile, but that would push my faith in its durability over the edge. I do not think the American system will survive in any sense that I think is reasonable You know, in the next five to ten years if Trump and his cabal is not indicted. But I think this time, despite a long history of rich, white, powerful men getting away with murder. I think this time we will get some measure of justice because it's so egregious and so out in the open. And until I'm proven otherwise, I'm going to keep that faith. So after the break, I'll come back with the antidote.
Okay, so this antidote is going to be pretty short here, which is I recommend that everyone take a deep breath and just have some faith that Trump and his minions will be indicted. And more importantly, when they are, celebrate. This will be a great day for America and the world. You know, we'll have a long way to go to get convictions and to, you know, hopefully lock them up and see them behind bars. But it will be a truly great day that will renew my and hopefully your faith that as corrupt and unjust as our legal system is, there is some hope that we can improve it. And the first step in improving it is holding the rich and powerful accountable, especially someone as criminal um, as the former president. So with that, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please share it with family, friends, and colleagues. Rate it. Subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And with that, everybody, have a great rest of the week. Stay safe. Take care.